what's going on, everybody? Thanks again for listening. This is Chris Starr with the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Really appreciate you, all my listeners. I love putting this out for you guys. And on today's episode of the Wildlife Command Center podcast, we're going to go over our Las Vegas, Las Vegas, our Las Vegas trip. Pretty excited. It was it was a really good time. So first things first. I'm the realist. But besides that, we flew in. I flew in on Friday. Michael, uh, Michael Brand, our company owner, and Cole Hieronymus, if I'm not <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, both flew in on Thursday, Thursday evening to get the Airbnb set up and to get everything squared away for some stuff that we did that I'm going to talk about on here. And then I flew in the following day and then Matt, Rothgib, our Reno technician, area manager, flew, or excuse me, drove in Friday and got there a little bit after myself. So one of the cool things that we did right off the bat is this super interesting idea that Michael talks about all the time, which is setting things up for your future self you know, and really thinking about it and planning things that way. So if you're 40, making sure that your 60-year-old self is really set up for success. Mine is, so I'm, I'm 30, and I'm setting myself up, my 40-year-old self up for like just true awesomeness, you know, not having to work except for the things that I want to do, which will be this podcast. <laughs> and then um, basically media work for Wildlife Command Center. So what we did was have one of Michael's favorite makeup artists come out and do him up to, I think, attempt it to be at least 20 years older than what he is. I think he's like 50, 54, 54. I think he's 54. And so we were kind of aiming for like 75 to 80, somewhere along those lines, like what he would look like. And then what the premise was... In a couple of years from now, let's say, you know, 2025 or something like that, Michael gets some augmentation like an implant in and around one of his eyes. And so what that does is allow him to see further distances, to see things really close up, like even on the microscopic level. And freaking and it allowed him to Oddly enough, they didn't plan for this. Receive messages from the future, future, future. And so the message that we were recording was a message from his, let's say, 80-year-old self. One of the cool ideas is that in this future, they've discovered time travel. They can't go back to the past. They can only go forward to the future. But then sort of similar to the Tomorrow War, it's on Amazon Prime, it's not bad free shout out. You're welcome. There was only like two points that they could come back to and then go to from the future in the past. There's only one specific highway. Well, in this in this idea, like what they're talking about, if you go to the future, you can never come back. So nobody goes to the future. So the the idea is sending messages back to the past. Anyway, I'm not, <laughs> not going to spend too much time on this. Um, it, it was pretty cool. So we spent Friday night doing that, cooked up a bunch of steaks and a bunch of chicken. That was awesome. And then the following day was 
Saturday. Yes, Saturday. And the first idea, which is, I'm, dude, I gotta, I gotta be way more open to just like random ideas, right? Because I think it was Michael who thought about going to this ghost town called Nelson, Nelson, Nevada, named by the same man who named the Nelson Bighorn Sheep. Maybe I just made that up, but I mean, it probably is because there was a loads of bighorn sheep there. Desert bighorns, I think. They were bighorn sheep and it was in the middle of freaking nowhere. And it was so much desert. So Nelson, it's a ghost town. Dude, it was super cool. It was an old silver mining town. And as a matter of fact, like the mines are still active, but you know, everybody just lives in Las Vegas, which is like an hour away. So I suppose they just commute to them old silver mines. But Anyway, we got to see these awesome old school buildings. And like, I always just would get boarded out when, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not much of a, a history buff, you know what I mean? But having went and done this, I don't think it's because I hate history. I had a blast looking at all this old stuff. There was like this 100-year-old barn, probably older than that, maybe like 120 years. This barn was awesome. It was gigantic. It was super, super cool. Got to see all kinds of old stuff in the barn, old boat things, because apparently there is a river not too far down from there. And I guess they did a lot of river stuff. And so it was like just nestled in these cliffs and these bluffs because they used to pull silver out of the surrounding mountains. Anyway, we got to see a bunch of awesome like buildings. And I don't know. So like me speaking through this and talking this out right now, it does not sound that exciting. But I had a blast. I had a really good time. (laughs) I would not go back there because I've already seen it. But I had a really good time going there to check it out. And you know, one of the things that I'm kind of working on is really being present and enjoying the moment and having a good time in the moment versus like what I've lived most of my life trying to get to the next best thing, get to the next best thing. What's the next best thing? And it's led to like a sort of unhappiness within myself because I can't just be present and enjoy what's happening. And so I've been making a very concerted effort to, you know, better myself in this area and it's working. I'm really stoked on that. I had a great time at this uh, ghost town. So after that, you know, got a few, (laughs) got a few souvenirs. From there, we went back if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, from there we went back to the cribbo, got a nap ski, and got cleaned up for the event. The whole reason that we went to Las Vegas, which was like the 82nd annual, not really, 30 something annual Las Vegas TV awards, right? It was. <laughs> it was certainly an event. There was a red carpet. There were live bands. It was catered, uh, interestingly. And um, there were awards given out. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a really good time. You know, I had, I had a blast. There was live music, you know. Uh, we got to see some awesome performers play. And then uh, Michael actually got two awards. Best... Boss? No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. I'm not even going to try to remember what those were. But we were the only people there that won two awards. So it was pretty awesome. And it was in uh, it was in Pahrump. 
the best hunting lands in the Southwest. <laughs> Southern Nevada, anyway, because there's a bunch of ag lands there. So it was a blast. I'm, I was happy to be invited. I'm glad that Michael brought us all out to experience that. Some of his actress friends came as well. They were our lovely guests at the spot. And then afterwards, we had Applebee's. That was also great. It was cool getting to... <laughs> I would always say, when we were taking pictures, I would always say, say Crunchwrap Supreme, you know, because I was joking that afterwards we were going to go to T-Bell. But I ended up making a uh, Applebee's two for 20 joke and that landed and we ended up going there. So that was pretty sweet. Had some nice Markies. But I was happy to go. I was happy to experience that. My first time going to a red carpet event. And then our team won multiple awards. So that was awesome. The following day was also incredibly awesome. We went to, so Matt had to go home. Matt drove home. And then we went to the range, 702. Holy smokes, this was a blast. Cole hooked it up, got us locked in for the VIP room, and we got to shoot some awesome guns. Oh my gosh. A golden Desert Eagle, 50 caliber. You know what I'm talking about. The DE, baby, the Desert Eagle. That thing kicked like a mule. Not as bad as you think. I mean, I'm pretty versed in guns. I've shot plenty. My dad's a firearms instructor. My whole family was in the military as far as the men on our side of the family. So this is nothing outside of my wheelhouse. But I wasn't like infantry. You know what I mean? I was in the Air Force. So I was still just kind of happy to uh, to be there as well. Let me see. We shot the freaking Desert Eagle. We got to shoot it. Not an MP9. Not an MP9. Was it an MP9? It might have been an MP9. Nope, don't remember. But it was awesome. And then an M4 as well, which is basically an AR-15, but it's fully automatic. So that was a great time. And then the freaking big shamami, a freaking 50 caliber BMG, the gigantic sniper rifle. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just the best way for me to describe it. The sniper rifle, 50 caliber gigantic son of a gun. That was awesome. Not as bad of kick as you think. Really isn't. The freaking Desert Eagle kicked more, <laughs> mostly because there's so much gun to the BMG. It was awesome. Had a blast doing that, dude. And then the PS de Resistance, Quadzilla. Dude, they like engineered four M4s on top of each other and then mounted together. So the air leaving one, like the chamber from the first round would pump down to the second M4 that was below it. They were mounted on top of each other and then side by side. Each round would fire the next. And so it was, it was incredible. We have, <laughs> it's called, it's called Quadzilla because it's four M4s. Oh my gosh, that thing was gnarly we'll have a YouTube video coming out with all of our shenanigans from the range red carpet event. And from uh, what I'm going to describe to you after this, probably in about two weeks, that is about the turnaround that Cole gets on all of our content because he's filming so much. He's always got that camera on. He's an awesome videographer. I'm happy to, I was happy to work with him and I'm happy to work with him even more in the future. So we had that, we went to the range. Gosh, that was so much fun. And then afterwards, we came home, reset, took a little napski. Well, got some Thai food before that 
From there, it was Cole's first time in Vegas. So what do we got to do? Got to hit the strip. So we hit the strip and then we stripped. Nope, just kidding. We grabbed drinks, went to Fremont Street. That was our main shtick. If you haven't been to Fremont Street, it's multiple city blocks that is covered in literally the ceiling, like the sky. Multiple stories up is just this huge LED screen. It is crazy. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just awesome. They have different, not really ads, but just different designs going on up there. Bunches of awesome, crazy stuff that's happening above your head the whole time, and it kind of lights everything up. And down the street are like street performers. And then, you know, there's all the casinos, different restaurants, shops, and stuff like that. Above you is a super long zip line. It's sweet. And you can go like sitting style or Superman style. We didn't do that this time. We did it last time we were there for the Nuisance Wildlife Control Operators of America conference. And we had a good time doing that. So we just got, I mean, if you watch my Instagram story, got a little sloshy, little, whew, little, little boozy. It was a good time. Got to dance, saw a bunch of crazy sights, got some more souvenirs for some special people and just had a blast. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then had the classic Taco Bell on the way home. Oh man, that was a good time. Got to practice a little more of my being present, like on the way there and back and stuff like that, because we needed to get a bunch of good B-roll for the video. And so it was like I was being chauffeured. Oh, because like you heard in the podcast before that, before this one that's going out, the one that's already out, (laughs) Michael said we had a BMW. No, we have a Mercedes. We had a freaking Mercedes SUV not a Beamer. This thing was sweet, luxurious as all heck. And I was, so Cole was in the front seat to get better video. Michael was driving and I was in the back seat. So it was basically, I was getting chauffeured around Vegas, baby. What is better than that? It was awesome. It was freaking sweet. So we had a great time on the strip at the events, all of the fun stuff that we did. Oh, goodness. And of course, you know, Vegas delivers as it always does. So I'm home now. You know, I'm back in my studio putting this together and sending this out. And I'm, although I had a lot of fun, I'm always happy to kind of get back to my routine. (laughs) I am a person who thrives on a schedule, who thrives on discipline and routine and keeping with my strict regimen, so to speak. Eh, not that strict, but a regimen nonetheless. Like, uh, I'm really excited to get back to working out, get back to work itself, get back to flying every day, and everything else that I do on a daily basis. So that's it for me, folks. Thanks again for listening. This is the Vegas recap of our awesome red carpet event. Thanks again. And if you have any wildlife issues that you need assisting with in St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Dallas, Texas, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Reno, Nevada, or Sacramento, California, please give Wildlife Command Center a call. Go to our website, wildlifecommandcenter.com, or message us on Facebook or Instagram, and we can help you figure out your wildlife situation. This is Chris Starr again with the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a good one, guys. God bless. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.